Okay, good afternoon. Thank you for inviting me to speak again. This week's Parsha is Parsha Svarim, the week that all travelers going, to, going from Chutz Laaretz to Yisrael have all been waiting for. We here in Chutz Laaretz have finally caught up with Eretz Yisrael in laning the same Parsha. So the reason given for waiting to Dvarim is because Dvarim has to be laned before Tishabov. And the Svarim say that we don't make up the laning until we have a reason for catching up. So the question I wanted to focus on is, how is it that the Varim gives us this so-called reason to finally catch up? Save the Varim spans the last 36 days of the life of Maishra Benu. The first three parshas, the Varim, Beschanan, Ekev, involve Maishra rebuking Bnei Yisrael, reminding them of all the sins that they did in the Midbar. Specifically, one of the incense in this week's parsha that he describes in detail is the sin of the Miraglim which ultimately led to the decree that the Yidden would remain in the, in, the, in the desert for an additional 40 years. That day, or more specifically that evening that they cried, was the ninth of Av. As an aside, I heard from Dak Sakalau during his Echashir this year, that unlike Miguel Esther, which is read first at night and then again during the day, Echa is only read at night, because that's specifically when the Yidden cried after hearing the account of the Miraglim. So putting aside the timing for just a moment, obviously, it, if it's the story of the Miraglim that we need to read before Tishabov, then shouldn't Parsha Shalach have been the Parsha before Tishabov? Why do we have to, again, why do we have to catch up to the Parsha of Devarim? The answer that's given is because it's the rebuke of the Averis that have to be read before Tishabov. But as I said before, we have three Parshas of rebuke. Why do we have to start here? The easiest reason um, given is because this week's Parsha has the word Eicha in it. And it, and because it's in, it's in Pasuk Yud, Yud Beis, so we want to ju juxtapose the two Eichas together. Okay, uh, fine. I think, however, there is a more timely reason. Who are the people that Moshe rebukes in this week's Parsha? It's the children of the, of the ones who sinned and, and the ones who cried, not the actual people who did the sinning. He was, given, he was giving them a lesson in history. And as the saying goes, if you don't learn from history, you're bound to repeat it. We are also those children. We have to hear all the tochachas before Tishabov. We have to learn. And the same thing goes for Echa. We weren't the ones who sinned, but we have to hear about what our ancestors did in order to learn from it. Now let's delve into this Parsha of rebuke for just a moment. We find a very peculiar thing. In the middle of all the rebukes, Moshe slips in two positive things, a reminder of brachas and a reminder of a promise that Hashem did for the Eden. The first Pasuk in Pasuk Yud, just as he's about to start reaming them out, he says, Hashem alokechem hirbu eschem, Hashem, your God, has multiplied you, and behold, you are today as the stars of the, head, uh, of the heavens in abundance. And he continues, Pasuk Yud Aleph, with a bracha. May Hashem, God of your forefathers, add to you a thousandfold as many as you are, and may he bless you as he spoke concerning you. Then, 
as part of the rebuke in Pasuk Lamed Gimel, he says, Whoever goes before in, in, in the way to search out a place to which you uh, to which you will go and encamp, and the fire will go ahead of you so that you'll be able to see and, and will and have a cloud by day in order to protect you. Seems strange that in the middle of yelling at us, he adds these brachas. What Moshe is telling us is that when it comes to Hashem, we need to take both the joy and the brokenness, often simultaneously. And no matter how bad things are, Hashem is always with us. The Gemara in Baba Vasra, Tzadik Tess, relates that a miraculous phenomenon occurred with the Kruvim in the Beis HaMikdash. During the time when the Bnei Israel were fulfilling the mitzvahs, the Kruvim faced each other. However, when Bnei Israel was not doing the mitzvahs and not listening to Hashem, the Kruvim faced away from each other. There's a, another Gemara which explains, which discusses the, tra the tragic aftermath of the, of the destruction of the first base Samikdash in Yuma, Dafnundalad, which, which says, or Shlakish says, when the Babylonians an, uh, entered the Beis HaMikdash, they saw the Karuvim hugging each other. How is that even possible? Wasn't there no greater time that B'nai Yisrael were not fulfilling Hashem's mitzvahs than the moment of the destruction? Isn't that why the Beis HaMikdash was destroyed? The B'nai Yisrael says that at that moment, Hashem was showing us how much he loved us. When you say goodbye to a loved one before they go on an extended trip, you give them a huge hug, and sometimes you don't want to let them go. Hashem is, was showing that to us with the Kruvim. Lastly, as Doc mentioned yesterday, we know that, the, that there are four, that four parakim of Echa are written using the letters Aleph-Bez for the beginning of each Pasuk. Why is that? So Doc mentioned yesterday that, is, that, that potentially it's because the Eden sin in every possible way from Aleph to Tav. I want to give a different reason. We know that if you take the letters of the Hebrew, Hebrew alphabet, the first, middle, and last letters spell the word MS, an indication that the Torah and the words of Hashem are true. As I said in one of my previous speeches for Parshas Vayikra, uh, there is another time that we use the word MS. We say, Dayan HaMS, the true judge, when we hear bad news. As I said back then, that Rabbi David Cohen says that when Mashiach comes, not only will everything be good, but we will also realize that everything which we have said in the past, Dayan HaMS, thinking it was bad would, is really good. And we'll realize that everything Hashem does is truly for the good. Dayan HaMS is our realization that Hashem is true no matter what. Therefore, although I haven't found it anywhere, I believe that the reason that Echa is written using the Aleph is to remind us to look at the whole picture in each para. We will find the letters MS. It may be hidden, but is there. And it's there to remind us, Dayan HaMS, Hashem destroyed the Beis HaMikdash. Yes, it's terrible. However, he only destroyed bricks and mortar, not us. The Jews will ultimately survive. May Hashem show us this MS this year so that we don't have to fast this Sunday. And may he bring us back to Yushalayim Bekarv so we can make the bracha of HaTaybu Meitiv on all the things that we had said Dayan HaMS in the past, including the previous Batamikdashas. Amen.